Hello everyone, hope you're all doing well. We're Alex and Vlada and we're back with another episode of the Soundrise podcast. Vlada, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you, Alex? I'm great as well. Um, it's been a very long week. Um, it feels like it's been ages since we did <laughs> the last episode. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, time is kind of um, going slowly uh, recently. What do you think? Yeah, time is moving slowly. Uh, I mean, that's kind of expected given that we've been quarantined for so long. But luckily for us, we have things to be occupied with. So, Alex, who are we covering today? Yeah, um, we are actually going to talk about Jack White, uh, the famous uh, musician. Uh, maybe he was uh, more famous for being one of the key members of um, the White Stripes. Um, you know, they had that big hit, that song that's uh, one of the most recognizable tunes, uh, Seven Nation Army, obviously. Uh, but now we're actually focusing on his uh, solo work and we're going to talk about his whole discography, basically. So, Vlada, um, I was a bit surprised, first of all, because we are, uh, we're doing someone who is kind of active and belongs to the new age, so to say. So what was your reason behind choosing this artist? Oh, well, look, um, I'm quite familiar with the White Stripes. I remember when they were a big thing. Uh, not only did they have that hit, you're talking about the stadium anthem, Seven Nation Army, but they had many other tunes that were popular at the time, and they were quite refreshing because their style was based on blues rock, which is not um, the most selling genre these days. But, you know, Jack White was talented enough to sell that kind of thing to people, especially adding a special twist to it. And I kind of regret not exploring his work a bit beyond that point, you know, because he went on to do other things, not just as a solo artist, but also as a member of his band, The Recounters. And uh, I've always regretted not really getting into it much. So I thought this was a good opportunity to check his solo albums out and then have a nice little discussion about them. Yeah, so you, you're actually familiar with the White Stripes. Um, to be honest, uh, when I started listening to, to his work, I was, I was a bit prejudiced because... Uh, Seven Nation Army, I don't really like that song. I mean, it's it's, it's so mainstream that, you know, you, you can't really enjoy it as much. But um, after, after listening to a couple of tracks, only a couple of tracks, it came across as a pleasant surprise, to be honest. Um, we are actually, yeah, so the whole discography is going to be discussed about here. So that's Blunderbuss. Uh, Lazaretto, and finally Boarding House Reach. So, we're going to start with Blunderbuss, uh, which is, so to say, the um, the oldest um, the oldest record here. It was released in 2012. 
And I have to be honest, um, before checking the details about this album, I wasn't really sure when it was released because it sounded as if as if it was released maybe five to ten years earlier. So there's that vintage kind of vibe that's going through his uh, through his music. Um, but just five to ten years earlier? I thought you were going to say like. 30 years earlier or something like that. No, he has that contemporary touch, you know. You, you know, his music, um, especially this album, Blunderbuss, you know, let's say if I have the power to decide uh, what mainstream music should, should look like, I would definitely pick this. You know, this is for me um, kind of quality mainstream music. That's how, how I would describe this. Um, to be honest, while the White Stripes were super famous and super popular, especially back when they were active, I don't think what they did was mainstream even at that time. And even Seven Nation Army, as catchy as it sounds, it's not your typical mainstream song. So, I mean, in a way, I, I get why you label uh, why you label Jack White as a mainstream artist. Because he's so well known, because he's someone that circulates in the music press, but I wouldn't call his work mainstream. It it might be mainstream, just because of his own recognizability. But I don't think that he aims for popularity. And I feel like these three records that we're going to talk about clearly show that that Jack White is somebody who is not concerned about being popular, who is not concerned about selling his music. Uh, that he's somebody who cares about artistic integrity first and foremost. Yeah, what actually what I actually meant was, um, you know, this is obviously not mainstream. You know, there are other artists that kind of um, dominate, you know, uh, the scenes right now. But the sound of this album and of, of all of these albums, to be precise sound like um, it that, that they could be a proper mainstream music, you know, a proper mainstream music genre compared to what currently is mainstream, if you, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Basically, what you're saying is that this is the kind of stuff you wish was mainstream, if exactly. I got you the right way. Yeah, yes. yeah, same here. I mean, but um, for better or worse, this is not the kind of stuff that's uh, very popular or present in the media. I think that's another thing why it's interesting to cover an artist like Jack White. It seems like you hear a lot about him, but his songs do not really circulate that much. I mean, your first association was Seven Nation Army, which is something he did years ago. Yeah, you, you don't really hear that often. And uh, in regards to that... Uh... I would I would even say that he is underrated. You know, um, I don't really follow music media. You know, newspapers, magazines, and all of that. And I'm not really interested in that. But uh, he definitely doesn't get much credit. And as I as I said, I think he should be uh, the mainstream stuff that goes around and gets played on the radio. In my opinion, but I guess that that's not something that 
most people think. Well, it's also something that shouldn't really concern us as music fans, I think. Nowadays, with the internet and the availability of music, uh, we shouldn't really pay much attention to what's mainstream and what's popular. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, music seems to be more intact in terms of integrity if it's not overplayed, if it's not... uh, featured in in too much media so i think we're good as it is you know yeah that's right especially when you when you talk about the accessibility i think everyone uh, has the chance to explore all sorts of music now with this you don't have to stick to to the mainstream stuff but um regarding this album blunderbuss uh i think we have we have kind of uh, switched the topic a bit uh, regarding this album, uh, what I liked about it is that it features some solid repetitive riffs, um, mm. which is something that I usually incorporate in my playing. And by the way, I play bass, and one of my strongest influences are the Stooges. You know, they have those very simple riffs which kind of drive the song and uh, make that group that groove that I absolutely adore. Um, and surprisingly enough, uh, later on, um, I found out that uh, Jack White is actually a huge fan of Iggy Pop and the Stooges. So did you have that old, repetitive, groovy, uh, rocky stuff uh, going when you were listening to this? Oh, yeah. I mean, especially especially the first record, it's very groovy from the get-go. It gets into those riffs and it doesn't let go for one second. And that's very exciting to listen to. At times it sounds like Led Zeppelin, uh, but primarily it sounds to me like Jack White kind of figured out how to incorporate blues into a more modern sound. So what you get is some kind of combination of the vintage blues blues rock sound and more modern sensibility and i think as such this works perfectly because it doesn't sound like he's aping anyone it doesn't sound like he's trying too hard to imitate somebody even though i have to say at times he sounds uncannily like robert plant which is also welcome in a way because it also means that he doesn't shy away from obvious influences But all in all, all things concerned, uh, it doesn't sound like he's trying to emulate anyone. But at the same time, you clearly hear those influences. Like you can hear old blues man. You can hear garage rock stuff like the Stooges in that sort of repetitiveness of the riffs. And I think this is what really drives the record forward. And I really enjoyed myself listening to these three albums, especially that first one when it kicked in. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, To be fair, I wasn't as impressed as you were. Um, The thing that kind of bugs me about Jack White is uh, these records have like a couple of very good tracks and then you just hear, well, I just hear to be precise, some tracks that kind of sound too standard, you know, that like was... Like, generic, you mean? Yeah, yeah. 
too predictable and too i'm not gonna say too simple because i i like simple riffs obviously but some of his tracks you know it i, I can say it's a little bit inconsistent uh well i can see why you would have that gripe because i think uh, especially the first two records we we're talking about um they have a very clear um, you know, they, they, they just sound like they're fully rooted in old blues, folk, and country. They have that pattern, right? Yeah, like they, they follow patterns, right? That's that's the right way to, to talk about it. Like they have certain patterns to them. But to me, this is not a bad thing uh, because that's what folk music and blues music is all about, you know? following certain patterns, building on the sound of your predecessors. That's what this music is all about. But then, in order to stand out, in order to be different from millions of other artists who are trying to do the same thing, you need to put your own stamp on it. And this is where Jack White excels, in my opinion. Because I've been listening to a lot of modern blues records, and you can hear like you can clearly hear that people have amazing chops, that they play great, that they are very competent as musicians, but then there's always something lacking. You feel like you heard that kind of stuff millions of times before. Yeah. But I don't feel that way when it comes to Jack White. I actually feel like he took these uh, templates and then they uh, and, and then he added to them. He has his own musical expression and he's not shy about it. He doesn't deviate from his own self-expression. And this is what I think really uh, graces these records. I'm, I'm really curious uh, to know what our listeners think of him. Is he leaning more towards the old stuff, is, is he contemporary, is he maybe somewhere in between, especially from our younger listeners, say my age or, yeah, let's say your age as well, Vlada. <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> sure, let, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd really like to, to know what they think. Is he more, I mean, you know, these records weren't uh, released a long time ago, I think, you know, I think we're talking about the, the 2010s, 2012, um, 2014, and finally 2018. So you know that was that was pretty recent. Um, so what rating would you give to uh, Blunderbuss? Okay, so I think uh, 8.5 would be a good rating. I don't think it's a it's a masterpiece or anything like that, but I think it's a very enjoyable record, very consistent. You know, as you go along, I think the tracks only get better. I really enjoyed the last few tracks on the uh, on the album. Uh, so for me, it's definitely eight point five. Yeah, uh, for me, seven point five. Um, maybe uh, the rating will go up um, if I, you know, listen to it a couple more times. I think it's a solid album. Um, yeah. Overall, I think it's nice. So uh, my personal um, 
personally, my favorite track uh, on this album was uh, Hypocritical Kiss. Um, have to say, I was kind of torn between um, Hypocritical Kiss and uh, I'm Shaking. Oh But, yeah, I, lo I love those two, by the way. Really stand out as tracks. Yeah, but there are also, you know, other songs, especially the opening track, which was, you know, you know very good. Right. So um, let's move on to the next record, which is called Lazaretto. Um, it was released in 2014. Out of these three records, uh, this is my favorite, to be honest. Um, and I'm kind of wondering if this album was a tribute to some old rock bands you know i think this was uh a bit rockier and a bit more vintage in comparison to um to the previous record i also liked uh the piano which was really mm -hmm. highlighted um and another thing is which is this is more about jack white in general but you can also hear that in, in this album the bob dylan influence It was obvious uh, in certain tracks, and which ones? I'm really curious about this. Which entitlement, tracks? entitlement, uh -huh. which is definitely my favorite track. I mean, honestly, I got goosebumps uh, when I listened to it. There's that very, very obvious Bob Dylan uh, influence. And, it's also uh, it's also a very country track. Like it sounds very country. I love it. Yeah, beautiful track. And uh, regarding their bond, you know, their friendship, uh, obviously, between Bob Dylan and uh, Jack White, this is what uh, this is what Jack White said uh, in an interview with with Rolling Stone uh, when he was asked about his, um, you know, admiration of Bob Dylan and so on. Quote, he's been an incredible mentor to me and a good friend, too. I'm lucky to even have one conversation with him. Everything else has been icing on the cake. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Bob Dylan, for all these musicians, especially those like Jack White, who are deeply steeped in the old American traditional music, folk, blues, Bob Dylan is an icon for all these people, and, and rightfully so. And on the other note, you know, we're all very excited about the upcoming Bob Dylan album the first album to feature his original songs in, in years. So that's amazing uh, that somebody at the age of 79 can make such great tracks as the first uh, three leading singles. So let's not uh, digress further. Uh, yeah, I, I agree that this record might be the best one out of three, even though it was, it was very difficult for me to choose my favorite because I thoroughly enjoyed all three of the albums. Um, I think that there's a very obvious country influence on this one, even more so than on the previous record. The blues is yeah. still there. Yeah, uh, yeah. The great opening track, Three Women, wonderful use of keyboards, of organ, of uh, Wurlitzer throughout the record. Love the keyboard work. Uh, all what a sounds... strong what a strong introduction to the album three women yes yes just amazing like if you're into old classic blues rock this will blow you away and i'm so happy to have listened to this album and then 
On the other hand, you have all these wonderful country tunes like Entitlement, uh, That Black Bat Licorice, great stuff. You know, again, the same thing like what I said about the previous record, uh, deeply steeped in uh, traditional music, but with Jack White kind of uh, etching his own identity into these tracks and love the lyrics as well, especially entitlement, some awesome lyrics there uh, that speak about the modern world and how everybody's looking for instant gratification. I love that topic. I love that theme. Beautiful um, song. Yes. Yeah, so lots of stuff to be loved here. Uh, w- what about guitar work? What do you think about Jack White's guitar work? Yeah, um, I think uh, he has that uh, grindy and uh, raw sound, you know. It doesn't really sound that polished. And I think that's, that's a good thing, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe some other maybe some other instruments sound a bit more like the drums i think the drums sound really contemporary but the guitar i think possibly the guitar is something that reminds me the most um of you know the the old influences not really his voice not the rhythm section but um his guitar work yeah that that's that's the most vintage Part. That's the most vintage thing in in his music, I would say. Mm, that's an interesting take because I also kind of agree with you, but I would say that uh, it's his guitar work that sort of uh, sets him apart from many other people playing this kind of music. Because as I said, there's so many bluesmen, very competent players, maybe technically more advanced than Jack White, but he has that kind of scratchy sound that sort of reminds you of old bluesman, but at the same time has something modern to it, especially with White Stripes. He had that very modern garage rock sound, and I think he continues with that, albeit in a different fashion here. So it does sound vintage, but at the same time, it has some kind of, uniqueness to it that makes it sound more modern or maybe i don't know if modern is the right word it just sounds very uh original and very different from anything else so i i love that kind of stuff i love his sound love his solos throughout the record love the way he approaches blues music so it's not just about noodling and playing as many notes as possible it's more about giving you a certain feel. And again, uh, the instrumentation in general on these two records, are um, the instrumentation is completely amazing. The, the session players, whoever they might be, I, I look through the names, I'm not really familiar with them, but I can tell that they're all doing a great job. And then if you look at the credits, you can see that Jack White himself handles a lot of instruments which uh, just speaks to how great a musician he is yeah yeah um what i would like to say uh in order in order to uh, kind of add up to the uh, to the rock uh, part of of this discussion um jack white was born in detroit michigan so the bond with iggy pop is no surprise um 
but these records uh, were recorded in Nashville, Tennessee. So we are here talking about, you know, the, the rock capitals of the world, Nashville, Tennessee and Detroit, Michigan, you know. Well, Nashville is a capital of country music. So now it all makes sense to me because this record has several amazing country tunes and they were obviously done in Nashville, probably with local musicians who know country music inside out. So, you know, at times it harkens back to people like Graham Parsons, for example, for me at least. That's my first association. I love this sound. Willie Nelson. It even has that Willie Nelson vibe. But then you have all these blues rock tunes as well. And you know, the best thing about this is they all fit together. Like the instrumentation is kind of consistent throughout. It's not like you're listening to two different records. So if you're a fan of uh, country rock, you know, people like Graham Parsons or the band you may enjoy this record a lot. Not just this one, but also the previous one, but this one in particular. So I would say it's for those people who appreciate the great American cosmic music, as Graham Parsons used to call his own country rock uh, flavored music. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, let's do our uh, ratings. Uh, I would give this one... An 8.5, I was torn between 8 and 8.5, I think it's an 8.5, I think it was um, an upgrade um, comparing it to to the previous record and the song entitlement as well as as Want and Able and also I think I found the culprit, you know, these, um, the the other half of of the album absolutely amazing very emotional very bob dylan bob dylanish so to say so yeah that's that's my rating what about yours uh i would say 8.5 as well um yes an improvement over the previous record but i would give it the same rating because i think they are very both of them are very consistent and very alike i slightly prefer this one but i don't know that might change because i'm bound to listen to these records a few more times to soak it all in but definitely a very strong record highly recommendable um, very vintage sound at the same time it doesn't sound stale great for all fans of blues and country more open-minded ones you know not the purists because i think even if he sounds very close to these vintage sounds, Jack White is not a purist. He's somebody who wants to move things forward while being firmly grounded in the past. And that's what I appreciate about him the most. Very good. Very good words from you. Okay. We're now approaching the final uh, album for today, which is called Boarding House Reach. Uh, released in 2018, only two years ago. Um, Vlada, what were your thoughts on this album? Okay, so so with this record, I think this is where he departs from all other work. You know, this is where he wants to make a strong statement 
and depart from the previous two records. And I think he does it spectacularly. Uh, while with the previous two, they're much more accessible. They have melodies that seem very familiar, very, uh, uh, very accessible. The, uh, this one, he just says, fuck it, I'm going to do something entirely different. And he tries to surprise the listener. And this is where I give him a lot of credit for being so inventive, for being so adventurous, and for willing to take chances. Oh, wow. <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty strong statements right there. Um, I'm glad you were impressed because I wasn't. Um, I didn't quite enjoy this album maybe because i was too uh, spoiled <laughs> with the previous two um there are a couple of good tracks here uh like uh, hyper misophoniac uh to be honest i had to search that word up and uh, it perfectly <laughs> it makes mean? sense it means that uh, you get annoyed or angry or you know some other negative you get some negative feeling when you hear certain sounds so yeah. <laughs> it, it perfectly makes sense with with the with the song. Uh, I like that one. I also liked the um, uh, the first one, "Connected by Love," and a couple of others. But all in all, it wasn't a great album for me. Look, I'm not saying this record is better than the previous two. I'm just saying it might take more time for it to sink in because it's more experimental with the first two. You had something to latch on to, not with this one. And but but I liked the fact that he was willing to ditch the template that he used for the previous two records and to do something entirely different. Well, maybe not entirely, because there are still things that kind of link all these records together. The same kind of guitar song, that sort of bluesy um, attitude, bluesy riffs. But here he's like, okay. I'm not playing safe anymore. I'm going to try to do something different. I'm going to try to leave more of my own identity on yeah. this record. And, and he succeeds, I think. I think it's a good record. But uh, maybe I urge you to maybe give it another chance because I'm certainly going to listen to it more and let everything sink in. But even after the first couple of listens, I think it's a really good, competent record, just very different. Yeah, you're so you're so defensive about this record. It's yeah, it's a bit funny. You know, I, I, I'm not saying that it was bad to to try something new, but the outcome of of that wasn't just you know wasn't just the top game I expected. You know, maybe if he had tried something different, but in a different way, you know, something that kind of matches my, my taste a little bit better. Maybe then I would um, like it a bit better. But yeah, you know, that's, that's the eternal argument. If you, maybe some album, maybe you start liking some albums after, after some time, you know, but my first impression wasn't, you know, I wasn't too impressed about this. Oh, well, I, I can understand that. I think the previous two albums are much easier to listen to. 
and they really move you straight away. They're very in your face. This one is an outlier. It's an exception here because here Jack White wants to do something different. Uh, he's not primarily concerned about emulating other influences, which might have been the case with the previous two albums. But I think if he had continued in the same vein, we wouldn't be very excited about you know, whatever would come after the previous two, if he was to just repeat the same template. So I think yeah, that, such, that, that's a fair point. Yeah. As that, such, that, this album is, is quite, uh, quite a good departure, in my opinion. If he was to make another record that would uh, remind people of the previous two, uh, then he, he would maybe become ACDC. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but like with ACDC, you kind of want them to repeat themselves because you you're certain they they're not capable of doing anything else, you know. So and their sound is Oi. fine as it is, so don't mess with it. But a musician like Jack White is somebody who wants to push the boundaries and he wants to take risks, and that's why sometimes he comes across as being pretentious, you know, like one of the prejudices I had before listening to these albums is that they might sound a bit pretentious and that uh, he's a bit of a try hard. But then when you listen to this work, it all makes perfect sense and you really appreciate what he has to bring to the table. You know, it's uh, we need more artists like this, especially within this uh, blues, uh, blues rock idiom because there's so many artists playing blues rock and blues who just sound like carbon copies of each other. And that's, uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, this genre is not as commercially viable as it used to be in the 60s or 70s. Well, um, uh, I would actually like to know... Um... With you know having these records in mind, what would you say um, is this is this a type of artist that you know young people and the future generations can look forward to, or is it more a tribute to you know the um, the old generations and the old stuff? What would you say? It's both. This is how how one should go about it. You don't you just. He, it mixes, you think that he kind of makes a mix of both worlds? Well, I, I wouldn't call it that way. Uh, it's it's not how I would think about it. I just think that, you know, uh, when it comes to American music in particular, there's a very rich tradition that you don't want to erase. You want to build on it, and this is what he's trying to do. And just pass this music on to the next generation and in a different form, you know, add more to it or uh, play it differently. And then at the same time, he retains a lot of what was great about this kind of music to begin with. And that way he makes a connection between the past and the present and think that's how it should be. Um, not that I'm not excited about musicians trying something completely different and building things from scratch. But I think very often the most original work comes from tradition. You know, like when you have a very firm grasp of 
the past and then when you build on it you build something very original like i don't know maybe some people maybe some of our listeners would disagree with it but led zeppelin is a prime example of this because they did a lot of bluesy stuff even stole music from the original bluesman without giving them credit but what was special about them was that they made a completely new sound out of it and this is something he's trying now and he even incorporates led zeppelin into this sound so he's just like continuing this uh, amazing tradition fair points fair points okay um let's conclude this album with uh, with our own ratings so uh, what would you give this for now i would give it eight out of ten because um, i still admit it didn't appeal to me as much as the previous two but I feel like there's much to love about this record. And um, I'm actually excited about giving it another spin, even more so than with the previous ones, because I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to discover something new. So 8 out of 10 for now. Of course, that's a tentative rating. Yeah, okay. Yeah. For me, for now, uh, I don't want to get stoned by you. <laughs> So um, I'm going to say a 6 out of 10. And yeah, it may change uh, after some time. Uh, I would like to invite all listeners to leave their comments, to let us know what they think about Jack White, uh, about his place in modern music, in modern rock music, uh, whether they agree with the points we made or not. Um, also, a huge shout out to all of our Patreons. Uh, you're amazing, guys. Thank you for your support. We've just started out and any support, whether it's financial or just um, verbal, is more than welcome. And it encourages us to uh, work even harder and to try to bring you the kind of content that you deserve. All right, so we've come to the end of our episode. Um, dear listeners, uh, thanks again for uh, listening to our pod. Um, please check out our social media websites. Um, the links will be put uh, in the description section uh, on our YouTube channel below this clip. So please check out our Instagram and Facebook pages. And also, uh, if, you, if you would like to support our show, uh, feel free to become a Patreon. Um, the link to our Patreon account will also be featured in the description. Um, but regarding this, this band, uh, we would like to hear what you think. Um, what kind of vibe do you get from listening to Jack White? Or if you're new to Jack White, we would also like to hear your first impressions that, we just, that we've just discussed. So, Vlada... What is your final word? Well, guys, thank you so much for listening and uh, enjoy uh, enjoy Jack White. Uh, we strongly encourage you to check out all these albums for yourself. Uh, they're definitely worth a listen. We'll see you then in the next episode.